Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to uh, today's early morning trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, it is great to be back after a week of uh, more than a week now of, of, of disruption, unexpected disruption. So we apologize for that. It is good to be back. Um, now we're in the process of kind of easing ourselves back into these markets. Um, as you're probably aware, yesterday was, um, was a bank holiday. Uh, Independence Day in the US. So it's a bank holiday in the US. So that just means broadly uh, lighter volumes uh, over the course of that trading session. Um, markets broadly are kind of pretty much underdeveloped going into that, into yesterday's trading day. Um, what's always quite useful when you step away from the markets for you know, a period of time, um, what's always worth doing is, is kind of going back to sort of getting a feel for the market technicals. Uh, the, the fundamentals and also the sentiment behind these markets before you you probably jump in and start making some trading decisions. So that's what we'll we'll pretty much do during during this session. Um, so let's get straight into it. Then we'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just be mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets. Please see our risk warning currently up on the screen. Uh, good to be back, guys. Um, yeah, kind of missed it for the last week or so. Um, so let's see what we have for you this morning. Uh, okay, so just as a quick introduction, all profitable traders, um, they, they, they're able to make some decisions pretty consistently and, and they're really based around what markets to trade. Where do you then look to exit, enter those markets? Where do you exit, uh, hopefully consistently? Um, how do you manage risk prior to entry uh, is an important consideration. How do you manage each trade, hopefully, to a successful outcome? What decisions do you need to make in order for you to actually uh, have, have, have a, a perceived outcome um, or to attain that particular outcome uh, are all important facets and, and trend psychology. So it's not just not just literally the, 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 the mechanics of kind of getting in and out. There's, there's obviously it's a lot more evolved. Um, there's a lot more to it, of course, as you, as you well know and trend psychology as well. These are all important considerations. These are the things that we discuss every day in our live trade rooms. So um, um, it's really way beyond just the, the, like I said, the basic mechanics of, of your trading strategy, whatever approach you happen to use, whether you're a technical trader, um, whether you use indicators, um, all of that is um, uh, are important. And all of these elements are obviously important uh, factors when considering uh, trying to and, and as you know we're strong advocates of being consistent in those decision making processes being disciplined with your own capital and of course be patient as well so let's see um what opportunities we have just want to have a quick look at these um sort of news sort of market fundamentals see where the next stimulus is likely to come from like i said yesterday we had um swiss um CPI numbers coming in above expectation. Uh, no major surprise there. We're seeing kind of a global um, increase in inflation uh, across the board. Um, so we're seeing continuation of that really. Yesterday's bank holiday. So we were expecting a 50 basis point rate hike from the um, the RBA and that's pretty much what we what we saw. So we're now up at 1.35. We'll have a look at the dollar, uh, the Aussie dollar in a little bit more detail. For the remainder of the trading day, not a huge amount for us to, to contend with. We do have the governor of the central bank um, 
holding a press conference about financial stability report in London. So um, Andrew Bailey will be delivering that at 11 a.m. Uh, it's it's probably a medium risk event, so not likely to, to have any major impact. Um, just to just comment on the rest of the remaining week, really, it's all about jobs. So we, what we, on Wednesday evening, we'll have um, we'll have the FOMC meeting minutes. So we'll get a little bit more clarity uh, in terms of the wording and um, uh, from the last FOMC. But then it's pretty much around jobs. So on Wednesday, so, which is tomorrow, of course, we've got job opening numbers. We'll have ADP numbers on Thursday and we'll have the big um, non-farm payroll numbers on Friday. Um, payroll numbers and, and job numbers out of the US have been a bit erratic, to say the least. Now, we're very much down at these very low, almost full employment levels of 3.6% uh, unemployment, very low, very much around the unemployment levels that we were seeing um, pre-COVID. So are getting very, very close to them. So we're probably very close to full employment, um, which does present the Fed with a, a, a bit, of, bit of an issue. Uh, the other sort of observation really is to just comment on these global bond markets. And we've seen the ten-year yield, which is a pretty good, um, I suppose, it's a pretty good or decent gauge, perhaps, um, for the the risk-on, risk-off nature of these markets, whether there's an appetite for risk or whether there isn't. And you can see that that we we've kind of rolled over from the three point five level um, a couple of weeks back, and we're rolling lower. So it's just potentially adding a little bit of momentum to markets like your U.S. indice markets, which is pretty much what we're going to go and have a look at right now. So um, we were a bit reluctant to get into yesterday's sort of trading conditions um, for reasons which I'll explain now. There's a bit of a tight range there over the last four or five trading days for markets like the S&P and we know that this level, um, this sort of 3840, 3850 level is, is if we if we take a little step back, it's an important level uh, of support resistance. So, um, so we know that there's a there's a level in here, and that's pretty much where prices are currently trading. Um, you could argue we had we had a similar kind of level just sitting up at these levels, and we were able to get in involved in a really good sell trade at, at that point. Um, so we've got these support and resistance levels in these markets. Um, it just remains to be seen, you know, what direction these markets are going to move. So um, if we break above this, we could easily push up to the 39.51 and then perhaps up to the 4100 again. So that's probably a trade worth looking out for with a, a very, very mild bit of positivity in these markets. But there's really not a huge amount to be jumping for joy with, really, to be fair. And... What the other observation really, and we're just getting back into these markets now, is that the overall direction of these markets are very much bearish. We've been bearish in these markets for quite some time. Um, but a little bit of short-term positivity. If you look at today's candlestick, it doesn't necessarily fill you with, with huge excitement to be jumping into it. 
but it will be worth looking at. Let's see the other US indices. So we're seeing we're seeing the gap close, which is interesting. That, that's what we'd, we'd always like to see close is, is this gap. And that's what happened last week. And then we rolled back over to the downside and we're now we're pushing back up to those levels. So again, we're kind of breaking above that 31191 level for the Dow and um, the NASDAQ. We're having to work quite hard and that, that always makes us feel a little bit uncomfortable when we have to work too hard to identify these opportunities. Kind of want them to be a little bit clearer. So therein lies our, our, our sort of overall market condition is that we could we could deal with these markets being a little bit clearer. Um, Bitcoin getting a bit of a bounce yesterday. Um, we were down to sort of the 19,000 lows yesterday and a little bit of a bounce. But I wouldn't be celebrating too much if I was a Bitcoin trader. Still potential further downside in the pipeline. We're just getting a bit of a short term pullback on that. Um, now, the 21,888 level would constitute a structural failure trade to the upside. Again, short-term buying potentially with still overall downside trend. So you want to get, you want to avoid getting kind of caught, um, especially if you think there's further downside in, in markets like Bitcoin. Okay, commodities, where are we at? A little bit of indecision here over the last couple of weeks. So we're kind of trading inside this little range and you can pick little buy trades and sell trades in there, but um, nothing that coherent. Um, gold is kind of in a similar, we actually have this little longer term range over quite a long period of time that we've kind of failed to make any progress since uh, the end of April, um, early mid-May. So we're still trading at these lows, but with um, with strong bounces in between. So again, it just feels like there's this bit of lack of kind of any real clarity in these markets. So if we have mildly positive industry markets, do we have a little bit of selling across the dollar? Very mild selling against the euro. Same situation against the pound. So we're actually we're actually seeing. Uh, an appetite for risk. We've probably seen the biggest moves against the yen uh, in terms of yen weakness. Uh, after some selling yesterday, there's a few, sorry, last week, there's a few days of, of continual selling. So by far the weakest currency seems to be the yen. Uh, just a lot of sideways moving patterns really don't necessarily want to get into the dollar as such. Um, a little bit of weakness against the Swiss franc, against the CAD. So this is what happened after the OBA. Yesterday we saw some relatively positive price action running into resistance and uh, that resistance has held. Um, and now it looks like we're rolling back over to the downside. So the dollar is, there's a lack of clarity across the dollar. 
and, and a lack of volume and, and volatility as well. So we can have a quick look at the yen. Okay, so our trade plan. So we're going to just make note of these. Um, so the S&P, we'll have a look at this trade to the upside above the 38.38. We'll have a look at, so we don't like commodities as such, but um, above the 141.65, 141.65 for the euro yen and then the pound yen we'll have a look at that as well so it's kind of a limited trade plan to a certain degree once 165 164.75 so let's put these levels in we'll let you guys go um, and we'll, we'll we'll switch over to our live trade room now in just a minute um, so yesterday, very, very mild risk off market conditions. We were quite concerned about yesterday's um, bank holiday in the US and actually the market started to roll just a little bit. So we were broadly eyeing up potential US indice weakness that failed to materialize to any great extent. Uh, similar situation with the dollar strength trade that failed to materialize as well. So we ended up doing nothing yesterday. Um, and um, largely due to the fact that it was a bank holiday uh, in the US. So you get reduced trading volumes and volatility uh, during periods like, like yesterday. So an important time to know kind of when to be aggressive and when to be jumping into trades versus, um, I suppose, a market condition, which is, uh, which is not great for, for being that active. Um, so that's all part and parcel of the, the trading process as well. So let's get in. We'll amend this trade plan and we'll let you guys go. So, um, so I think we can sort of categorize as, as perhaps underlining the, the word mild, um, very, very mild risk on market conditions. Not, not a huge amount of uh, excitement maybe about these markets, but um, so... We'll, we'll have a look at the S&P 500, looking to buy, buy above 3838, 3838. So are pretty close to that now, aren't they? And then we'll have a look at these yen pairs. So we'll start with the euro yen, looking to buy above yesterday's high of 141.65 versus the pound yen to buy the pound yen above again yesterday's high 164.75 again there so that's our trade plan it's it's quite limited but that's really due to the to the to the market conditions that we're currently experiencing and the lack of kind of uh, volatility as well um, the lack of fundamental drivers that there's doesn't seem to be too much drive in these markets currently. Um, sentiment is a little bit wishy-washy. So just all, take all of that into, into consideration uh, when you're making trading decisions. So things like slightly larger stop losses, um, uh, lower trade size, things like that right now are all useful strategies to adopt. 
Okay, so I've just posted that into the trade plan session. So on that note, guys, thanks very much for joining us. Any questions, feel free to post them. It's good to be back. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Um, it was a bit of surgery, and uh, and now I'm kind of on the road to recovery, which is great. So just looking forward to getting back into trading because it was quite a, um, a very productive few weeks uh, just gone. So um, let's see what we get now over the course of the next few weeks ahead. Fingers crossed we'll get some good moves eventually at some point. Um, and we can be nice and patient and calm in the interim. So look, thanks very much for joining us. We'll, we'll switch over to our live trade room now at 8 a.m. Um, and again, we'll be back again at 12.30. For those of you that want to join us this afternoon for the U.S. trading session, you're very welcome to do so. For more information, just go to the live trade room.com. We'll see, speak to you soon. Thanks so much, guys. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.